Hey Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Live from the Exalta Studios, this is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. It's the craziest paint scheme yet. Get the all-new limited edition Spy Wrangler Dega sunglasses online at spyoptic.com. With Mike Davis, first name Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. Datto, a.k.a. Sloppy Yellow, a.k.a. Dan, is coming (laughs) up in just a minute. Uh, His performance this weekend was one of the greatest in Junior Nation history. And we will document it in great detail at Bristol Motor Speedway. Boys, how you doing? Good. How are you, buddy? Doing all right. Uh, excited to talk about what happened at Bristol. And, you know, listen, I, I thought the racing was was pretty good, actually. Yeah. And better than what I've seen in recent years. It was a real shame that it took forever to get that race in because of the weather and hated it for everyone associated. And the fans certainly appreciate uh their loyalty to the track and to the race this weekend. Uh, so those were big stories, but uh, I felt junior not being there as much this weekend as I have in any of these races because Bristol motor speedway, and I am fired up to be there in 19 days for the Virginia tech, Tennessee game is maybe my favorite sports venue in this country and getting to watch Dale Earnhardt junior go around that track is a real treat. So you know, it is what it is, guys, and we, he has to be healthy more than anything, and certainly all of us are on the same team when it comes to that. But I, I, not having him on that track was hard. Well, I mean, I don't know that Bristol is exclusive to that. It has been for us. We we talked about it the last show that it's just – it is difficult to watch these races without Dale Jr. in it. But uh, I did catch him. I thought the Xfinity race was really good. I thought the truck yeah. race was good, actually. Uh, but uh, there was all kinds of racing going on. How about how about that uh, the groove? Them putting down the uh, the grip in the bottom bottom row and I uh, love that and, and giving them two lines to race. I thought it was really really interesting. And honestly, I think that people bang on NASCAR enough to uh, you know and scrutinize every every decision they make. They made a decision. They called an audible after the Xfinity race. Friday night, they were not going to go put more of that VHT down, that rosin, and yet they listened to the drivers. They, I think they listened to fans, and then they changed their mind like at night, that night. They, and Dustin Long from NBC reported it and said, NASCAR's changed its mind. They're going to put down, I think, what was it, 18 inches or so of that mm-hmm. uh, just to be able to provide for better race. And of course, it got rained out the next day, but I think it still uh, played into it. I thought that like Joey Logano and Kevin Harvick, their, their battle for the lead – uh, Kozlowski before they wrecked uh, with Kurt Busch. I mean, there was some really good racing in this race, for sure. No doubt about it. And uh, Jeff Gordon was certainly part of that. His best finish as a replacement for Junior 11th at uh, Bristol Motor Speedway and definitely showed some real signs. Alex Bowman will race, I know, this uh, weekend in Michigan if Junior can't go. And <laughs> Gordon seemed pretty giddy afterwards, like, oh, that'll do it. <laughs> All right, I got it out of my system. But, man, that guy has been – one hell of a teammate this last month or so. Yeah. Now, I don't know if 
they're not jumping too far ahead. They're making calls by the week or by every other week uh, because that's sort of what the routine is for Dell to go get follow-up checkups in Pittsburgh. And we've got another one coming up this week. Jeff couldn't do Michigan. He had a conflict. And so they went ahead and made that call if Dale's not able to be uh, cleared for Michigan. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know, to be honest with you, Taylor, if he's cleared. I mean, we go up there Wednesday. If he's cleared, I don't know that that's enough time actually to put him in the car. I mean, you think about all the things that you've got to get ready, get the car ready for for a specific driver. I'm sure they're going to want to test Dell if he's cleared, uh, you know, test him somewhere. So I don't know that he'll be able to race Michigan regardless. So they're going to go ahead and make those plans for Alex Bowman because Jeff has a conflict. What it means beyond that, I don't know. I don't know. Hendrick certainly hasn't made an announcement. Jeff, I think, is ready to – scale back whenever he's able to scale back. <laughs> right, I mean, he, right. he is more, he's done his duty for sure coming out of retirement and racing the last, uh, gosh, I guess it's been close to two months, hasn't it? So uh, certainly he is to be commended for that. I don't know if he'll have any more races beyond Michigan, but um, we'll, we'll play one step at a time, not to try to jump ahead. Hopefully Dale's back in the car. That's what we really want. It's crazy that um, now there's a very different feeling probably among the majority of junior nation for Jeff Gordon than now, it was be, before. Now, I don't know if you can actually say that, though, because, I mean, you got guys like Dado who we're going to hear from extensively, and I don't know. Davis, you've listened to that audio. I haven't. Have you read his tweets? I mean, he's, like, he's, he's done a 180 on the guy. Has he? No, I hadn't, re I hadn't seen that. But you're saying that he has turned the corner. Is what you're he's saying. saying he's saying I this is imp this is an unbelievable he's D Jeff Gordon I like Jeff Gordon that's what he kept saying in, wow. on his tweets See, that's yeah. interesting we're gonna call that out here in a little bit but yeah that's something that we need to ask him about like is he changing a couple other things that were going on in uh, Bristol that people are excited about this weekend you know I do think that everybody wants Dale Jr. to get back in the car and pull for him as many more years as he decides to race but one of the things that I think that has happened in the last five races is that it's got a lot of people in Junior Nation thinking about who they're going to pull for in the future. And, you know, it's not to say that Junior's not going to race for years to come, but it is something I think that a lot of us have been thinking about. And I don't know about you guys, but I have a hard time switching to another current veteran driver. You know, it's just... I don't know. That just doesn't feel right. Like, I've been pulling against this guy forever, and he's not been my driver, and now all of a sudden... I would rather go with a guy that is beginning his career. And who knows? Maybe there's this one guy named William Byron who's going to run in the Xfinity car next year for JRM, Mike, that a lot of people in Junior Nation will get behind. That's a big get for Hendrick Motorsports and for Junior Motorsport. But William Byron, this kid is so interesting. Let me tell you a quick story. I remember in January of 2014 – Somebody came into my office and said, hey, we got this late model driver, and his dad is here. He wants to meet you. And I'm like, oh, wonderful. I get to meet a, the dad of a late model driver. Well, you know, this is just going to be a complete waste of my time, right? That's the attitude I take into work every day, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so here comes uh, Bill Byron, and he is carrying uh, stacks of media guides and hero cards. And I want to just state for the record, at this point, William Byron had never driven a big car, like an actual race car. All he had driven were Legends cars. And he had only done it for one year. One year, the kid drove Legends cars. And now I'm looking at media guides that his dad has put together and hero cards and all this stuff. And he also has a PR rep. 
an actual really good PR rep, somebody that had been in the Cup Series for years, and now they've hired her to be William Byron's PR rep, and he hasn't even driven a late model stock car. And I'm like, this guy thinks he's John Pickford, and, and his son is Jeff Gordon. This is incredible to me. What then happens is William Byron, in his first time ever driving a big car, a late model car, he finished second. He finished second in his first five races, I believe, with us. Eventually, he wins. He went so far in his short career, he has won in everything he has driven. Then he, so he goes to K&N Series, wins the championship, goes to the Truck Series, sets records. This kid, so far, all he has done is win. And I don't mind admitting how stupid I was thinking that because, you know, at the same time, I'll remind you, this is the same time we were also announcing Chase Elliott. January 2014, we announced Chase Elliott as the uh, driver of our Xfinity Series car. It, he had been a Hendrick developmental driver for a couple years. So Chase Elliott's coming up. And oh, now i got William Byron. And his dad is actually, I'm spending more time with Bill Byron than I am with Bill Elliott. And it's like, there's something wrong with this picture. The kid just, just wins. I mean, he's doing a phenomenal job. He, he has a knack for driving race cars. So I think it's a big get for Hendrick. It's a really special deal for Junior Motorsports. It really, it, it's invigorated us already. I know when Kelly went down to the shop last week. Davis, were you there? I can't remember. No, I was, you, I was out there. You were way. out. Kelly goes down into the shop, pulls all the employees that were here. Most of them were in Bristol, but there were still about 75, 100 people here. And she announced that we are about to announce William Byron is coming here in 2017. And I'm going to tell you something. They applauded. People cheered. I even saw a few tears, which is, what, what's going on here? I, that never happens. The shop was excited. Everybody's excited about William Byron coming here in 2017 uh, to run for Junior Motorsports. We feel really good about that. And also, like I said earlier, there's a lot of things that we're now set to announce based on that announcement that uh, is really exciting for Junior Motorsports. Well, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I know that there's a lot of people in this city and the surrounding area where William is from that will be pulling hard for him, especially next year in 2017. You, I've said this many times, much to the chagrin of Submarine Mike, but I would vote for Datto for president. And Datto, you, uh, you guys you sent him to Bristol to be the at-track correspondent. We have never had an at-track correspondent before on the Dale Jr. download, but Sloppy Yellow was there at the Coliseum at Bristol Motor Speedway, and Davis had to edit probably over a hundred minutes worth of audio and condense it into the hits. So I'm sure we're going to talk around this and probably interrupt it a few times, but let's see what Datto came up with at the track. All right. This is uh, Datto, Dirty Mo radio correspondent. I got here. Tell me what your name and where you're from. Ed Dickens. I'm uh, from Waverly, Ohio. And Ed, this is your, uh, how many times you've been to Bristol? This will be my second time. When was your first? Uh, last April. And how tall are you for the record? I am 5'6". Five, 5'6". Six. Five, six. You sound very proud when you say that. Are you very proud about that? Hell yeah. All right. Now, um, are you happy that Jeff Gordon is in Dale Jr.'s car? No. Me neither. Would you like to expand on that? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm not happy that he's in his car because I never liked Jeff Gordon. Me neither. Well said. Oh, you want to keep yeah. going. We really don't like Jeff Gordon. Okay. We don't like Jeff Gordon. Right. However, I'm going to say this. All right, this. so pause that real there quick. Are, 
Let's pause Ed Dickens' answer. I want to just state for the record. So, Taylor, you have said that. Keep listening, Mike Davis. Yeah, you've said that from this point here. Keep listening. Dado has done a 180 and likes Jeff Gordon. So, let's just state for the record. This is like Friday morning. This is Friday. Yeah. yeah. Keep Friday. listening. Okay. Got it. Let's go. A lot of other sons of bitches that I would rather not be in that car worse than Jeff Gordon. That was awkwardly said, but I think it's apropos for the situation that we're in. Okay. The situation is awkward. Sir, you look like an upstanding human. I would like to ask you what your name is and where you're from. My name is Craig, and I'm from uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, And what's your Twitter handle? TexasCraig88. Are you from Texas originally? I'm originally from Houston, yes. Then why the hell would you tell me you're from Oklahoma City? Because that's where I currently reside, unfortunately. Stop that (laughs) And immediately start telling people you're from Texas. Would you do that, please? Now, where are you from, Craig? I am from Texas. By God, you damn right you are, son. (laughs) All right, so um, let me ask you a question. Taylor, maybe you can actually expand on this. What do people from Texas think about people from Oklahoma and vice versa? They don't like them. They do not like them. I mean, is that more than just football? I mean, that's in no, kind of everything, right? Everything. I no. went to a rodeo one time in Las Vegas, and there became this big argument on a bus going to the parking lot over Texas versus Oklahoma Cowboys. It was hilarious. They don't like each other. And Dado stated it perfectly. All right, go ahead. you feel about Dale Jr. not being here? I don't like it, but I'm here because you're here. Bullshit. You're not here because I'm here. Did you really, when when you first heard Dale Jr. was not going to be at this race, what was your first reaction? I didn't want to come. You didn't want to come. Well, I didn't want to come either, so we got that in common. Um, what are you going to do when Dale Jr. comes back? Be watching wholeheartedly and listen to the next Dirty Mo Radio podcast because he'll be on it. God, that's almost like we scripted that, but I swear we didn't. All right, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you know who uh, Submarine Mike is? Can you repeat that question? Who is that? Do you know who Submarine Mike is? <laughs> who? So, never mind. I'm sorry. Now, have I, I'm sorry. This is the last question. In a fight between uh, Taylor Zarzer and Mike Davis, who would win? Taylor Zarzer, hands down. <laughs> hands down. Why would you say Taylor Zarzer? Because he commentates on golf. He'd just bring a golf club out and whip your oh. whip Mike Davis's <laughs> No question about it. He'll, the three would. will just do it to you. All right, final comments from Texas Craig. You've got the next few minutes, okay, next few seconds to talk to Dale Jr. What would you say to Dale Jr. if you could talk to him right now? We appreciate everything you do for the fans and everything you do on the podcast, and uh, I've got to end it with Dale, yeah. Dale f***ing yeah. There you go, Texas Craig from Bristol Motor Speedway. Standing here with a guy, and and, uh, please, sir, tell me what your name is and where you're from. My name is Scott. I'm from Michigan. How do you feel about Dale Jr. not being here? Well, it's going to be a bummer for a lot of fans. Uh, he's got a good following, and he uh, he's going to be missed. But then there's some people that don't like him, and they uh, might be happy he's not here. Cause all right, Scott, don't bull me. How does Scott <laughs> feel about Jr. not being here? Do you give a sh- at all or what? I don't really care either way. It doesn't bother me one damn bit. All right, well, that's, that's a perfectly honest answer. And so, since you don't care if he's here or not, do you give a when he comes back or how he comes back or anything like that? Uh, I don't give a when he comes back. <laughs> no, whatsoever. All right. All right, so let me ask you a question. Do you know who Mike Davis is? No, but I absolutely heard that he sucks. Holy <laughs> sh- So you've heard that all the way from Michigan. Even yeah. though you've been here 10 years, you don't know who he is, but you know he sucks. I, I saw it on ESPN The Ocho this morning. ESPN <laughs> <laughs> The Ocho, you saw that. And what do you think about Sloppy Yellow? Are they good? Oh, they're awesome. They're Sloppy awesome. Sloppy Yellow is way awesome. So they've made it all the way up to Michigan. And- 
Do you get the sense he's trained these people before the interview? Do you think that he's uh, no, pre-interviewed any is, of them? No, I think it's just happened organically. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, let's <laughs> completely organically. I think that, uh, and you have to go back like fifty-eight pictures in uh, in Dado's uh, Twitter to see this. But he did have a funny picture of a guy holding a sign that said Mike Davis sucks <laughs> the other day while he was doing one of these interviews. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Keep going here. Yeah, I think they're in Canada too, eh? Yeah, I think they're right. Well, Scott, we appreciate you showing up here for the Dale Jr. Download. All right, so I'm in line to catch a bus. What's your name, sir? Uh, uh, Kenna. Kenna? Kenna. So who is your first NASCAR racer that you love? Uh, I love uh, Senior, Dale Senior. You love Dale Senior. I get uh, Dale Jr. is now your, your number one driver? I like old Dale Jr. He does a good job. Do you? When Dale Jr. comes back, do you have any idea how you're going to hack then? Oh, I still be a fan. still be a supporter, for sure. Really? So, um, all right, so. Radio! How many, how many races? <laughs> Amen. How many races have you been to, period, in your life? Uh, 15, 20. 15, 20. So you're a long-term fan. I want, I want, I want to show you something right now. Can't pull for the Cardinals. Can you see that Kentucky Wildcat right there? Oh, yeah, there you go. See that? I just want to show If you had 20 seconds to talk to Dale Jr., what would you tell him right now? Well, I tell him to get healthy, get well. Don't come back until you're ready to go and ready to race and come back full force and put it on him. Bristol uh, Speedway, Dirty Mole Radio, Sloppy Yellow Edition rules. And uh, basically what I heard from Clearly, Dado brought his wife to the Bristol. Is that is that is that? I don't know. I think that was. I think that uh, audio file was sent to me about two in the morning, <laughs> Saturday morning, I guess. Technically, well, yeah, I, I really, Paul. really miss camping out at Bristol. <laughs> yeah, I, is it I really do. Who do we think that woman is? I don't have no idea. He does, J- just in line. I or? think she's just on the bus in line for the bus. Something. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, it's just some random lady. Right. This is Kyle Busch sucks. Thank you very much. <laughs> I have uh, made my way to close to the entrance near the uh, Bristol Dragway, and I found a Dale Jr. fan. I see you have a, a Dale Earnhardt hat on, but you are a junior fan. And uh, what is your name, sir, and where are you from? Brandon Kelter, Clearwater, Florida. How many times have you been to this race? This is my fourth year. My father's been coming for 17 years. 17? Is your father here? 28. Tw- tw- 28 years. Holy cow. So this is your... That, that's a family tradition, I guess. Huh? Absolutely, yes. How many races have you been to in your life? 14, 15. So NASCAR is a part of your family's thing that you do all the time, yes? <laughs> got, got a tattoo for it. Oh, he does. You have a Mickey Mouse tattoo with a checker flag right there. Billy Bradley's getting a picture of it right there. So racing is definitely a part of your family's life. Uh, absolutely. Who is the driver you hate the most? Joey Logano. Joey Logano. Jesus Christ. You can't see this, but the crowd is going wild right now. <laughs> Nobody likes Joey <laughs> Logano, so we're right here right, here right now. <laughs> Let's get it, Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. All right, it's day two at Bristol. Wow. It is Saturday, pre-race. Dan, a junior fan, Dirty Mo Radio correspondent out here with a couple guys we rode over on the uh, on the tram, on the shuttle with. And uh, Who are you and where are you from? John from Roanoke. <laughs> Steve from Gastonia. Steve from Gastonia. Gast- you know what? This is no kidding. I got a call from a dude that told me my I was going to jail, but I didn't pay my taxes, and the phone call came from Gastonia, North Carolina. <laughs> uh, yeah. We do that in Gastonia. We try to take you for your taxes. The tax dollars? Okay. All right, and uh, both you guys, all right, who's your driver? Junior. You're a junior fan. What oh, yeah. about you? Smoke, baby. Okay. Donnie Stewart, are you? So you're... Little, little emotional. You're going back. 
I'm very emotional, Rick. Okay, well. <laughs> okay. All right, for the junior fan here, how did you, uh, Hold if on. you had, Hold uh, if you had. Did he just call him Rick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just take emotional. T- it's pretty emotional time for me, Rick. When he's going around asking people, do you know who Mike Davis is or Mike, who Submarine Mike is, this fella doesn't even know who Sloppy Yellow is. He called him Rick. <laughs> yep. emotional, Rick. Tough times, Rick. Keep going. Ten seconds to talk to Dale Jr. What would you tell him? Yeah, right now. I appreciate it, man. I love watching the race. I saw your first win in uh, Richmond. I've seen. I saw your last win in Martinsville with my eight-year-old son. It's been nice. a great transition. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. All right, you're living the dream right now. Oh, Dale, yeah. Okay, here's Dad old Dale Jr. correspondent at Bristol. I'd like to talk to this uh, this young fan here, sir. What's your name and where are you from? My my name is Regan Smith, and I'm from what? Cato, New York. You sure you mis you didn't mispronounce your first name? Are you sure that's how you pronounce it? <laughs> Definitely Regan Smith. Yes, sir. Regan Smith. Okay. Um, and how long have you been a Dale Jr. fan? I, since the last time I can think, man. It's been at least 20 years, 25 years, something like that. Said before he was in a race car. Really? Wow, that's impressive. Okay. Um, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, have you ever heard of Mike Davis? Uh, who actually cares about that joker? And there you have it from Bristol Motor Speedway. Thank you very much, Regan. Appreciate it. And I found a, uh, a Dale Jr. Pause this real quick. So I just want you to know there, Taylor, uh, I got a text over the weekend from Regan and then also a couple other individuals that were saying, we apologize in advance. We don't know who this guy is. We assume he's with you. Uh, but th- he just told us to tell you that t- – he told us to say Mike Davis sucks or we don't know who he is. And they were apologizing to me in advance. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I, no, it I happens. Think this- I think this all happened organically. I'd, I'd really. Yeah, doesn't it it's sound? It's a shame. It? It's a shame that you, um, but, that you have to try to fabricate the truth at times. Well, okay. So here's what's interesting. So Regan Smith was in an autograph session <laughs> for Dale's Pale Ale, Oscar yeah. Blues, his sponsor. Was this on Saturday? I think. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday, not to get an autograph, but to get this interview. Yep. There you it's go. It's a journalist. <laughs> journalist Rick. And oh, I'd Rick. like to Good ask job, you, Rick. ma'am, what your name is and where you're from. <laughs> Laura Campbell from Copley, Ohio. All right, who are you here with today? Uh, my son and my grandson. Oh, uh, is this their first race? Or you go no, to race? No, no, I bring and I brought him to surprise him to see Dale Jr. And now he's oh. not here. All right, well, let me ask you a question. When you found out Dale Jr. wasn't going to be here, what was your initial reaction? Oh, sh. <laughs> but you took the words right out of my mouth because that's, that's exactly what I think the rest of us said. And um, what what do you think it's going to be like when Dale Jr. comes back? Pandemonium. Pandemonium. Yep. It's going to yep. be crazy. Oh, it? absolutely. He's going to come back with a vengeance. All right. If you had 10 seconds to talk to Dale Jr. one-on-one, what would you tell him? Get well. Really. Just take care of yourself. Take care of yourself and be well. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And get married for crying out loud and have a baby. That's exactly yeah. what I've been saying. He needs to stay at home. He's at home now. He could be practicing. Practice making babies. Yeah. Oh, we may be sisters. Right now. I'm not, uh, yeah, I think maybe we are sisters. <laughs> okay, that's it. You got it live from the uh, Mountain Dew tailgate. Okay, this is Dan, the junior fan, Dado, outside turn two. And I have a, um, a race fan here. Sir, uh, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name is Bob Pockris, and oh. I'm from... New Jersey, through Indianapolis, and now Charlotte. All right, um, and uh, what was your name again? My name is Bob Pockris. <laughs> Bob, and how many races would you say you've been to, Bob? Uh, let me count. Um, Seven million? A whole heck of a lot. A lot, okay. More than Mike Davis has in those last few, the last few years, I can tell you that. You know what? I, I'm glad sure. you brought that up. That guy's gotten as, old, as older he gets, the lazier he gets. Would you agree with that? I don't know what he does with his time. He may not, <laughs> Nobody knows what he does, period. I, I wouldn't call him lazy because I don't have firsthand knowledge uh-huh. of it. So only, um, <laughs> only if somebody at Junior Motorsports tells me with 
that I trust that he's lazy. Yes, yeah. then I would then I would say but so. You but suspect it. Um, you know, he, he they they do a lot there. <laughs> I love Bob. He is not going to say it unless he has sources that back it <laughs> yeah. up. If I'm yep. lazy or not, <laughs> unless and if he's if it's not been on a weather app that right. says that Mike Davis is lazy. He definitely can't confirm it. I have never met a human being that knows more about weather than he does. He's on top of it. So okay. uh, I don't – I went uh, – Perfect reporter, Bob, yeah. um, st- walking on the line. He's got a swivel chair on top of the fence going from one side <laughs> to the other, just as I suspected. And um, who do you think is going to win tonight? Bristol? Yes. Oh, this is on the – I mean, I'm going to say Carl – if anybody else asks me, Carl Edwards. All right, we're but... cutting this interview short. That was some guy named Bob. We'll see you all later. And I'm standing here with a young fan. Um, and could you tell me your name and where you're from, please? Uh, my name is Dave. I run a really obnoxious Twitter handle called uh, NASCAR Chasm on the Twitter, and uh, I hail from Indianapolis, Indiana. All right. Now, you say obnoxious. Is that what you've heard, or is that what you say? Or, I mean, what, how, what, why would you say it's obnoxious? Uh, it's kind of what I've heard. It's kind of how I, and the more I heard it, the more I realized that was my lot in life. It was <laughs> not to be creative. It was not to be amusing. It was to be obnoxious. Well, you're good at it. So you found your niche and you stuck it, right? Mom always said, find something you're good at and keep doing it. And so It's we not think, work. Oh, we're taking this to the bank, man. Seriously. This has been spectacular. You know? And I mean, I could write a self-help book on obnoxiousness for profit and fame. I could do it. Yeah. Well, 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 band name, obnoxiousness for profit, profit and, and fame. fame. <laughs> <I call it. laughs> right. If you could say anything to Dale Jr., what would you tell him? Boy, if I could say anything to anything, Dale Jr., yeah. my own mind. Don't this. If it, don't worry about it. Any, if it. I could say anything to Dale Jr., yeah. I would honestly like to learn his uh, sensei ninja-like photobombing ability. I would like Ooh. him to teach me because yeah. he is so perfect at it with He's such adept. such stealth and, like I said, ninja-like reflexes. He can work himself into a picture. And he, you know, the most popular driver. How's that guy just just show up on a? Nobody knows it's there. He's there. It's exactly. crazy. Yeah, you know, it's you know, like I said. It's, and then, like, poof, he's gone. Um, NASCAR Chasm, thank yeah. you very much for being pleasure. on the Dale Jr. Download. Right. This is Dan reporting from outside turn two. Dale, yeah. So what's your name and where are you from? My name is Tammy. I live in Utah now, but I'm originally from Australia. Yeah, I, can you speak English when I do this? Will you please know? Where, what you, oh, that was English? That, that was English, yeah. Oh. That, that was what we call the Queen's English. The Queen's English, yes. okay. Tell everybody who your favorite driver is. My favorite driver is Dale Jr. Is it really? It really is. All right, yeah. now I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say this because this is radio, nobody can see. You're wearing a Junior Nation hat and a Martin Truex Junior shirt. Can you please explain yourself? Because Junior is not driving today, and I was still gonna be here at the race, I, I felt like I needed to go for the next best thing, which was Truex for me. All right, well, Truex and Junior buddy, so that's. That's good. I guess we'll we'll let that slip. Um, so when you found out Dale Jr. wasn't going to be racing, what was your initial reaction? I was going to cancel my trip. That was a lot of money to spend to come to a race and not be able to see him you drive. I was, yep. What do you think the reaction is going to be? What do you think you're going to do when you find out Dale Jr. is racing? Going to be happy? Going to be nervous? What are, you, what, are you, what are you going to feel like? I'll cry. I will absolutely cry. When I see him take a green flag again, I will absolutely be in tears. All right, if you had 10 seconds to tell Dale Jr. anything in the world, what would you tell him? I would tell him that his fan base, Junior Nation, love him, support him. We're glad that he's taking care of him and doing the right thing for him, but we can't wait to see him back behind the wheel. Do you know Mike Davis? Do you know anything about Mike Davis? Yeah, I think he's he's one of those guys that's on the download. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of sucks, though. He I'm, sucks. Yeah, hashtag big time. Yeah. Is there one last thing you would like to talk about before we let you go? Nope. Just happy to be part of Team Sloppy Yellow. 
Oh my gosh. Organic. Oh yeah, completely. <laughs> oh my god. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's everything. Okay, wow. That's it. Great well, let job. me just say, let me just say in the 150 plus podcasts that we have done, Dale Jr. download, that might be my favorite segment we've ever had. I agree. This is awesome. I mean, listen, this is how this starts. We Dan loves going to Bristol. There's certain tracks that Dan will go to. You know he's at Texas. He's the mayor of Texas infield. We've been saying it for years. He's He has a school bus, Sloppy Yellow. The, the actual name of the bus is Sloppy Yellow. And that's where he is, same spot every year. But he also goes to Bristol. And we knew he was going to Bristol. And this is just something that Davis and I, we were intrigued by. What if you just had him going around the campground talking to people? Dan has never been shy to strike up a conversation with people, so let's see what happens. So he I was think he needs to our keep first happening. Time. This was amazing. Great job, Dan. This is really good. I think we should awesome. actually call him. Y'all want to call him and get his uh, – let's, let, let's, let's, let's get him live right here on the Delta Download. Speed Dial. All right, let's bring in the legend. One of the greatest segments in the history of Dale Jr. Download uh, was Datto at the track as our correspondent. We had a hell of a lot of fun listening to that. Now, we got to start this off because Mike Davis is trying to debate me. He, he thinks that you still don't like Jeff Gordon because you played this, of course, clip at the beginning interviewing someone, talking about how you dislike Jeff Gordon. But I'm following closely on Twitter, and yesterday – you said JG said he missed the turn and it messed him up the whole run. I wish I could dislike him, but dang it, he's a good dude. Are you a Jeff Gordon fan now? Uh, easy, Taylor. Just hey, pump the brakes just a tad. All right, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not a fan, but I certainly respect what he's doing uh, to help Junior Nation out, to help Dale out. And I'm going to tell you something. This, I really, I, I have hated that guy. As long as I've known that guy, and as he got older, I kind of felt a little, you know, I kind of liked him a little bit better because, hell, I'm getting older too. But the, the feedback he gives Team 88, and he has given his all out there for the team. And, I, man, I just want to hate him, but I just can't. The guy's a good, solid dude, man. He, he's doing everything he can to help Dale, to help Team 88, and, and to put on, um, you know, make, make Junior Nation feel good about Dale not being in the car. And I, I, as much as I – much as I want to, I, I got to respect everything that he's done so far. Yeah, but why did it take him blowing the corner for you to turn the corner on Jeff Gordon? <laughs> of all the things, because to do- here's the deal: a man stands up and says, "Hey, I just blew it, and I, I'm gonna." I can forgive him for that. If he just said, "Oh, some a squirrel jumped out in front of me," and uh, or I saw a leprechaun, I, you know, that's bullshit. This guy stood up and said, "I made a mistake. I'm sorry, fellas. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on it. I'm a, I'm all right with that. I just want to know the truth, man. That's all." Yeah, and I I get the impression, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, that a lot of people like you, Dado, in Junior Nation that have always despised Jeff Gordon have changed their tune. That They respect the man and they appreciate him now. Well, that is absolutely the case from where I was at at Bristol. People are like, oh, it's Jeff Gordon, but... Man, I appreciate we got a legend in the car and somebody step up to help us out. And that's, you know, I, and that, uh, if anything, and let me tell you something, I'm not going to lie to you. I was getting very excited when Jeff Gordon was moving to the front and was cracking the top five there. I thought, oh my God, I've never seen Dale Jr. win. If I see Jeff Gordon win, I may <laughs> myself the whole time I'm clapping um, <laughs> for him to be in uh, victory lane. So it's very, it's a very odd time to be a Dale Jr. fan, but. 
it's also, you know, this is this is why sports are fantastic. You know, you take something that you, no, nobody would have ever written this kind of story before the season started, and you know, it's just a it's just a kind of a good thing to be a part of, I guess. As, as bad as situation is. It's about as good as you can make it. All right, listen, you guys' bromance for Jeff Gordon is starting to make me uncomfortable, so let's just move on, can we? Right, let's talk oh, about God. your interviews in the infield. We just got done yep. listening to them. Rick, is that what I should call you now? Rick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because well, we're, we're on a loosely first-name basis. Yeah. After, uh, at a certain time of the night at the, at the track, <laughs> I, you know, you just, you just answer when somebody's looking at I, you. I understood, understood. <laughs> I just want to make sure we know that we're talking to Rick here, the interviewer. <laughs> yes. Uh, because yes. it seemed like there was a point to make that nobody knew who Submarine Mike was or Mike Davis. Yeah. But we do know yeah. who Rick is, don't we? No, I think he was trying to say Listen, we got exactly who the hell I was, buddy. Don't so, you worry about. That. We've got so many questions. First and foremost, here's one I have, and then I'm gonna let Taylor ask his. But w- there was a point you were interviewing. It may even been the interview with Rick there. But there was a lady screaming, "Dale, yeah, Dale, yeah." Who was that? <laughs> I'm gonna assume that was your wife. All right, no, no, no. Let, let me let me tell you something. This, I, okay, for those who've been to Bristol. Um, it's very crowded after the race. All right, so Friday night, by the time we make it to the tram stop, this group of people um, was standing there, and, um, I, and I mean, we were all just kind of raising hell and having a good time. Anybody has been to Talladega, ride the trams in and out of there after the concert on, on Saturday night knows exactly what the tram is like. It's just a one big party, all right? There's thousands of people standing out there, and we meet this group at, on Friday night. And I, I'm not even sure if that is – if the lady that was yelling was a girlfriend or a wife or something in there, but uh, she 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 gave me absolute hell because Friday or Saturday night there's a hundred thousand people there, and Saturday night we walk all the way in the rain all the way out to the tram station, and guess who I turn I hear somebody says. Sloppy yellow, Mike Davis sucks. I turn around, and it's the dude that I interviewed that his wife or girlfriend was screaming the whole time. 100,000 people, we get behind the same uh, group two nights in a row on a tram. It's fake, and I think it turned out to be radio gold. I don't know. It was, it, it was good. It was but pretty fun. Was this the same fiancé, girlfriend that shaved the 88 in the dude's chest hair? <laughs> no, this was, no this, was a, this was a different one. Uh, trust me, there's nobody here that you would want to see their bare chest. Um, <laughs> nobody in this group whatsoever. All yeah. right. Dado, um, I've been to Bristol many times, and I, I am a big fan of the Red Barn Campground right there off of the highway and have spent way too much time there. For those that have never been to Bristol, I know that you've been to a, a billion sporting events and so many races. Try to give everybody a sense I th- I think it's redneck Las Vegas. I mean, that's the craziest scene you'll ever see. Well, here's the deal: when you go to Bristol, Bristol, there is nothing. Bristol is in the biggest piece of place to get to on the face of the planet. And I'm from Eastern Kentucky, for Christ's sakes. So when you get to Bristol, there ain't nothing there but race fans and the racetrack. There is more of a family feeling at Bristol Motor Speedway than probably anywhere else. And by family, I mean racing family. So, And I've been to many, many tracks. I love Texas, been to Talladega. But Bristol is so tight. When they say Rubbin's racing, they don't just mean on the track that you've got campers <laughs> touching each other at, at Bristol Motor Speedway. That's I mean, so you, you, it's, uh, it's tight, so you got to get in there and get close, and you definitely know your neighbors. So uh, there is, you can't go anywhere at Bristol 
and not find somebody you have something in common with and have a good time. And it's just it's a phenomenal experience. And when I took my buddy to it the first time, we were walking up the um, towards uh, like turn four uh, on the front stretch, and he turned around. I said, "Look at look over there," and you can see the the hill, you know, outside of turns uh, three and four. And you see all the campers. I mean, it just it's very. I mean, it's actually pretty cool. It, it's um, it's a really it's a cool scene when that place is full up with lots of people. Tons of fun. You can't go there and have a bad time. Hell, it rained for two straight damn days, and we had a blast. It was fantastic. Hey, I got a question for you. Uh, did in any of those interviews did we hear from the guy that you traded shirts with? Because you ended up with a shirt yes. called that said Coochie Master, I think, or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That I, guy's name was Gus. Um, and here's the deal. This is no shit. I, you know, people may remember many years ago where Mike Davis dared me to switch shirts with some random dude at the I did. Kentucky Motor Speedway. Yeah. And I did, and uh, it was just pretty fun. And um, <laughs> I had been looking for – I'm a – my wife and I are both big fans of the Violent Femmes, okay? I know it may sound weird that I like the Violent Femmes, but I love the Violent Femmes. No weirder than Sloppy anything Yellow. else you've said today. <laughs> it was – Sloppy Yellow plays a lot of covers. Of, uh, of violence fans. Sloppy so Yellow the Band. A, got yes. it. Huh? We got it. Sloppy Yellow the Band. I've got to make sure we clarify what Sloppy yes. Yellow you're talking about because you could be talking about you, the bus, or the band. This is the band. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's a, well, that's why we use Sloppy Yellow so nobody calls me Rick. Um, yeah, it, yeah it, gotcha. It, we, we, it, it's easier. Um, but we do a lot of covers of their songs. And, um, and so I, I've been looking for a shirt and I finally found it. They had to make it for me. I waited 20 days to get it from Amazon. I put it on Friday morning when we left the hotel in Virginia. I put it on Friday morning, and I'll be damned if I, this guy walked by and said, um, hey, man, I like your shirt. And I said, cool. Um, I bet you don't even know what it means, do you? And he said, if I do, will you give it to me? I said, hell yeah. And he said, that's a pile of fam, twister in the sun. I said, son of a bitch, I just put this shirt on. So we switched shirts, and um, the rest is, the rest is uh, Did you keep it? sad history. Did you keep you it? Go. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, you got it on still. It. <laughs> still yeah. um, I'm not sure. Yeah, it'll probably make it. A, I'll probably um, uh, weld it. Yeah, I said weld. This shirt was not a very clean shirt. I'll probably <laughs> weld it to the inside of sloppy yellow. If it said, it, if it said big hands, I know you're the one on the back. I would buy it. Uh, just for the record. Yeah, yeah, it said on the front of it. It said big hands. I know you're the one. And uh, and he walked away with it. And I at the time I was extremely happy. I thought that was fun. But now I'm a little – I miss my shirt. Man. Miss Maybe my I get shirt. one for Christmas. Hey, you mentioned your wife. Last thing, how does um, – I'm just curious if you're considering quitting your job, you know, now that you're becoming so famous as Dado and Dan the Junior fan and Sloppy Yellow such a big deal, and you would consider becoming a permanent at-the-track correspondent and how Heather Hodson would feel about that. No. Uh, and there is no way I would ever go to work for anybody because I would always violate the rules and I'd be in trouble. I work for myself right now. I got it dicked, man. I don't have to do any. If there's a problem, I have a meeting and I excuse myself of all my sins and I move on. There's no way I could work for anybody else. Assuming you don't get locked up first. Well, that- there's always that possibility, but they, I mean, that's what part of living life on the if you ain't dying a little bit, how do you know you're living, son? That's what I always well, say. Now, listen, though. I'm glad Taylor asked that question because when we were periscoping the other day, we have a few other well, just a few other gentlemen, a few other people that you know like to listen to this podcast and that come on here and, and leave reaction theater calls, and they started signing up to be 
at track official correspondents for Dirty Mo Radio and the Dale Jr. Download because they feel like they can do it. One of them was Submarine Mike, who instantly yeah. took Daytona, and we had a couple other people, you know, go ahead and assign tracks. Now, I'm not so sure. It, it, at the time, First Name and I were thinking, this could be kind of cool. But, you know, you kind of set a standard here. My question to you is, should we allow Submarine Mikes of the world and other individuals that like to be on this podcast a chance to be an official at-track correspondent for the Dale Jr. Download? Absolutely not. Look, uh, look first of all, it's the first good goddamn idea you have had in years <laughs> to do something like this. So I, congratulations to you. I don't know who came up with I'm sure Mike will take credit for it. But this is exactly what you guys need to do, because I'm going to tell you something. I, I joke that we've been planning about this for six uh, for six weeks. fact of the matter is, Mike, you haven't seen your present yet that uh, my buddy Billy has for you, have you? No, Billy just arrived. Uh, okay. Basically, your delegation of uh, politicians of Team Dado have <laughs> just arrived here, and they're sitting outside the studio right now, and I'm, I, I don't okay. know what they brought, but we'll see. All right, well, when, when, when you see the present, you'll know. When I told uh, – I, I got the text from first name Friday morning. Hey, would you, I got an idea, or we have an idea, would you mind doing this? I said, sure, no problem, because we have been planning to do something for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. We didn't know exactly what we were going to do, but, you know, kind of Thursday, we kind of put it all together. We had an idea, and then when we got that, so by the time we got um, first name's text, would you be willing to do this, uh, we were, that's why I was laughing so hard. I was like, uh, it's not going to be a problem. But, but here's the thing. You'll okay, know a this was a question about Submarine Mike, yeah. just to remind you what the question was about and seeing if you'll have an oh, answer sorry. for that in, in the near future. <laughs> this has turned into a rant <laughs> right. scope. This, yeah, a rant scope. Yeah, this, you keep your rants on your yeah. low life, no listening periscope. Listen, I'm, I'm your time now. Yeah, this I'm, is our love, time. You yeah. know I love Dado, okay. and I'd vote for him for uh, president, let, but let he can rant. Let me tell you what I think about Submarine Mike. First of all, I think Submarine Mike tries really, 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 really hard to, to provide – good content for his junior nation brothers but my submarine mike is sitting up there in the ivory towers uh, up there you know wondering what the poor people are doing he's not a man of the people like i am like other junior nation people are i don't know if he can pull this off like like most of junior nation can i would like to give him a shot because when he fails at least that'll be funny but i think you should definitely give him a shot and others that have an inclination to do this I think it would be fun, even if they fail like submarine Mike. I don't know. First name, what do you think? Oh, wait, you don't have a mic on now. Yeah. Uh, so, first, here's the thing. I, I, I want to try it, but I also don't want it to suck. I know yeah, you would like it thing. to suck, but I don't want it to suck. And, yeah, I, and I think submarine Mike is funny, but I don't know that he's funny without his wife singing a, a jingle. Or, exactly. you know, we're doing well, a maybe you can sing a jingle in the background while he's asking somebody <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. All, All right, right maybe, we'll, maybe we will try it then. Maybe yeah. we will. He, to me, Datto's the guy to do it um, when he's available at the track. That was pretty strong stuff, my friend. Uh, we we loved it. We love you, and uh, we look forward to your next rant scope, which I'm sure will be coming in the next ten minutes. <laughs> no, well, I actually got a little bit of work to do today, but it may be twenty. Which but is we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, so we'll look forward to the next rant scope where we get to watch you pour concrete. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm, I watch them. Now, aren't you glad I'm, I'm not pouring concrete right now? Because um, we get that. But are you going to bring Billy Bradley in and, and look at this? Look at this. Uh, Do you want me to bring him in right now? Gift? Do you want me to bring yeah, him in? Yeah, bring him in right okay, now. Okay, here he comes. I, I, I would love to get your reaction. Bring okay. All right. All right. Taylor, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a picture of what Mike Davis is 
just getting ready to get, so you'll know what the hell we're talking about. All right, here we go. All right, so Billy, Billy, uh, how's it going? You know, I've never even met you, Billy, in person, but I certainly know you on Twitter. <laughs> Billy Bradley is in, in the studio right now. He's brought a gift. I haven't seen it yet, but, Billy, do you want to set this up at all? Well, it took uh, probably a whole 10 minutes and maybe 30 minutes shopping at Walmart to get off. Jeez, look at this. All right, so Billy has just handed me a Mike Davis Sucks T-shirt that is – and by the way, when I say a T-shirt, it is a uh, it is a white T-shirt. Like they spent maybe four bucks on this. Oh, and then, whoa, 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 whoa! And it the frame, seven plus tax. Nah, okay. And the frame was even cheaper because it doesn't even fit, Billy. Look, there's like there's a corner that's actually missing. So this is uh, this is appropriate, and it's got a lot of uh, people signed it, and it's got cutouts. What is this? Uh, did you guys go print it? What we? No, we cut those out of the programs. That's a picture of Regan signing your shirt. Oh, I got it. And okay, so that's NASCAR that doesn't like to show his face. That's NASCAR chasm. So basically, we yeah. need to take Jeff a picture Bluff of this. Wrote you a personal message to check your text. Check your text. What's is that? Is that a dig? What's that supposed to mean? Did I not reply to a Jeff Gluck text or something? I think he brought <laughs> I just work. Got, I just got the picture from Dado. This is fantastic. <laughs> oh, you're seeing it now. Yeah. Who else is this? Where are you, Billy? Oh, there you are. You're right yeah, under right, the right you're the right middle. under the Davis. Okay, and who else do we got on here? Well, we have Ed. He was the driver. He's Dado's driver. Now wait a second. Dado's got a. Who's Ed? What are you talking? about? You act like we know who Ed is. Ed, well, you should as much as you keep up with it. No, I don't keep up with anything with Dado. Are you kidding? The, the mayor of Junior Nation. Dado, does he really like like he he? This looks like a kindergarten wrote. Like my my little four year old could write Dado better than Dado can write Dado. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of time spent in this. Now, who is this? That's Ed. That oh, okay. So there's a picture of Ed on the shirt here. He's the one holding the hashtag Dirty Mo Radio sloppy yellow edition. That's Ed. And then where did he find Ed? Uh, working for Ed, doing some uh, putting some turf down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had something funny to say, but I'm not going to say it there. All right. So Dado also, I noticed he's wearing a blue shirt that has in big yellow letters team sloppy yellow did you guys uh yeah we had those i'm not sure why the cheap didn't print one of all three of us and put it on there you'd think right that was cheap <laughs> what do you do you got an explanation for that cheap rick yeah, did well he... I, look here's the deal sloppy yellow's on a f***ing budget i don't have you know uh working air conditioner money like you first name and taylor's harzer so um, you know, we, we, we had a budget of $11, and I'm happy to say that we only spent super 6 Gus. on your ass. Who's Super Gus? That's I respect the guy that, that swapped shirts with sometime oh. Friday night. <laughs> Dad, just, just so we're clear, you swapped shirts with a guy named Super Gus. <laughs> yeah, he introduced himself as Super Gus, and I said, well, I'm super glad to meet you. I'm going to interview you for Dirty Mo' Radio. Let he me, looked as confused yeah. as everybody else did, but it turned out to be okay. Let me tell you something, Billy. This is what I want to say. You know, Dado acts like he's a Billy badass because he works outside in concrete, and me and Taylor working our AC, and yada, yada, yada. Do you notice that he has color-coordinated his shoes with his T-shirt? Oh, That's not a mistake, by the way. He tried to say – What a diva. What a little – what a little. He, he used the excuse that we, he had them made for the Wrangler car, but I think they yeah, were right. for the shoes. We haven't run that since 2010, Dado. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Dado, take care, right. man. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, see you, fellas. Bye. Speed dial. 
Carrie Earnhardt here. Tune in this Friday to Earnhardt Outdoors as Hank Parker Jr. and I cover everything from the great outdoors to the activities that strengthen the bonds of families and friendships. That's Earnhardt Outdoors right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Great stuff from Datto. Uh, something that must keep happening here on the Dale Jr. Download. Time now for Reaction Theater. Hi, my name is Kathy. I flew uh, from Phoenix, my very first Bristol night race, and it got rained out. Uh, we stayed until about 11 o'clock on Saturday night, drove back to our hotel in Boone, woke up this morning, go downstairs to have breakfast, and all four of the Hendrix pit crews are in the lobby having breakfast with us. I uh, had to fly back um, out of Charlotte today, so we stopped and had lunch at Whiskey River, uh, which was awesome. Uh, so bummed that we didn't get to see the race, but I got a Dale call. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. It's close, Dale, to, yeah. It's close to the Dale decathlon that she just achieved there. I mean, you know, she hit Whiskey River, had breakfast with the pit crew, <laughs> it looks like. Yeah. Got a Dale call. I mean... Right now, she's in the running for the gold for the Dale Decathlon. I hate the that. Uh, I hate that she wasn't able to go to the race. Um, it, it's really tough when when weather does not cooperate throughout an entire weekend like it did, and um, that always stinks. So, but good for her for trying to get there and the experience. I will say this: uh, the experience outside of the race is a sight to behold at Bristol Motor Speedway, as much as any place I've ever been in American sports. So, hope they enjoyed themselves. Who's next? Hey, it's Jen from Canada. I'm glad to shove you one step of Ford or Toyota. But I'd rather have Junior in the car. Go, Junior. Look you all later. Bye. How many do you think he's had? He had several. It's 3.30 in the morning. I can mm. see that call. Yeah. I'm Dale just yeah surprised. Yeah, Dale, Dale, yeah. 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 I'm just surprised <laughs> he didn't give us a number. Dale, yeah. Who's next? Hi, this is Mike from Wisconsin. First-time caller, long-time listener. This was a long, wet weekend of racing. It was great to see the 88 in second place for a bit and sloppy yellow as the track corresponded. Following all of his tweets and Periscope kept the weekend exciting. Keep it up and Dale yeah. Dale yeah. Dale yeah. Very he, cool. He did give us a lot of uh, play-by-plays on Twitter. Oh, yeah. He did. Actually, was... his buddy Billy, I think, walked in just now, uh, and Billy kept us updated on Twitter, so... I felt like we got the preview to what was to be expected today. So, yeah, well done by them. They did a fantastic job. I, I felt like I knew what was happening all weekend. Incredible correspondence from them all weekend long. Who's next? Hey, I'm calling Reaction Theater because Datto uh, is encouraging it. However, I really don't have a reaction to the Bristol race because I don't watch NASCAR without an Earnhardt. And uh, so there's no real reaction other than, I think I'm going to like this bottle of Fireball and this bottle of Jack Daniels up tonight. See you later, Mike. Thanks, Trey. He's hitting both. He's hitting the Fireball. Yeah, he's yeah, hitting everything. God almighty. Man, that's, that is some dangerous. I want to call the paramedics. You got his number there? We want to check on yeah, him, Yeah, we probably should check All on right. him. <laughs> my name is Brad, and I was the guy that was rocking that 88 in my chest hair this weekend. Oh. Thanks to my fiance, Danielle, who carved it in for me. Um, I also want to say thanks to Jose, the reporter from Bristol, because he was one of the first people to notice us, and, and he put us up on Colossus, and that was pretty sweet. And he also gave us some uh, pre-race festivity track passes for Saturday morning, so we got down on the tracks for driver introductions. I uh, got to meet a, meet a lot of awesome Dale Jr. fans. 
all from around the country. They were all pretty pretty stoked about that 88. They thought it was all pretty cool. Uh, one thing one thing we all had in common, though, was uh, all of us wanted Dale Jr. to get better and, and get back in that car. Uh, we got rained on all weekend, man, so it was tough, it's especially not wearing a shirt. <laughs> I got soaked all weekend, and I always had a lot of people stop and take pictures and stuff, even if it was pouring rain out, but I didn't care, man. It was NASCAR, and it was Bristol. We were having a good time. Let's hope Junior gets back in this car pretty soon, baby. Raise hell and praise Dale. Dale, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. It was NASCAR in Bristol, and I got 88 shaved in my chest hair, Dale, yeah. Did you see this? praise Dale. Did you see this guy on Twitter? No, uh, I need to check him out. I'm trying to remember if I tweeted. I think I did. I think I did. I'm I'm checking my own Twitter because I I can't remember. Yeah, uh, that's where I saw it. uh, You tweeted or something. Or maybe it was from the – yeah, I think it was from the Dirty Mo Radio Twitter account. But anyways, uh, this Brad guy uh, has shaved an 88 into his chest hair. No, I'm sorry, his fiance did because – that's, you know, a couple that does that, they stay in together. In her chest hair? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, can't, I actually can't speak. To, if I'm Bob Pockrass here, I don't yeah. have sources to confirm that. But uh, I do have sources to confirm that Brad shaved at 88 in his chest hair, and he walked around all weekend. And so there's pictures, I think, on the Dirty Mo Radio Twitter handle there. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dale Jr. Paint Scheme sunglasses. It's called the Livery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mo General Dega McCoy and Admiral Frames. Craziest paint scheme yet was recently released. Get the all-new limited edition Spy Wrangler Dega sunglasses online at spyoptic.com. All right, it's time for the Nationwide segment. A little different this week. They're proud, of course, to sponsor the NASCAR Foundation's Betty Jane France Humanitarian Award given to one NASCAR fan who is making an impact in their community with children's charities. You can visit nascar.com slash award to watch the stories of the four amazing finalists and vote today and every day for your favorite. The winner will get $100,000 for their charity, and there's nothing more fulfilling than that. Vote today at nascar.com slash award. This week, hear the story of finalist Parker White and Backpack Beginnings. My name is Parker White. I founded Backpack Beginnings in 2010. Our mission is to deliver child-centric services to feed, clothe, and comfort children in need. Unfortunately, Gilbert County was just ranked number one in the nation for food insecurity, and that is a number one status that you don't want. Approximately 67% of the children in our school system are low income. That is 49,000 children that potentially have a basic need that needs to be met. When I started all of this, I wasn't looking to start a nonprofit. I was just looking for a way to give back to the community. And it started in my dining room. The plan was to feed 50 children in one school, and we'll be in 45 schools this fall. We've grown from 50 children to over 6,000 annually. We have four main programs at Backpack Beginnings. There's a food bag program, which goes to the Head Starts and the elementary schools. We also have a comfort backpack program, which is for abused, neglected, homeless, and refugee children. And we send out about 1,400 of those a year. And then our final program is our clothing pantry, which sends out 1,200 clothing items a month. Each year we're increasing and providing a much needed resource for the community. Parker has made an enormous difference in Guilford County. Many of our students come to school with inadequate nutrition. Kids need to be well fed in order to focus on math and reading. 
This program is a, is a real godsend for our schools. Thank you. Thank you. We have a lot of hungry children in Greensboro. This organization has really helped my family by not having to scrap and, say, put a bill on hold in order to get the necessary uh, foods that we need. People seem to think that you're not a good parent because you need help or you've done something. Surviving, it doesn't have to be such a chore and I can move on to trying to get us to living a little bit and not just surviving. You're helping to feed 1,500 children on a weekly basis of which you don't even meet them. I don't even know if it's measurable, the impact that she's had. I have been extremely blessed in my life and I feel like I've been called to give back. The end game here is that no child in our area is struggling for food, for clothing, for school supplies, that those tangible needs are met. And with that, Mike Davis, it's time to throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. All right, it's back to the grindstone this week. As I mentioned earlier, Dale will be back in Pittsburgh on Wednesday visiting with his concussion doctors. You know, Dale gave so much insight over uh, Instagram over the weekend that I almost wonder if the doctors, Davis, could just say, uh, we see how you're doing, and that'll save us a trip for, for, to go into <laughs> Pittsburgh on Wednesday. Of course, I'm kidding. Um, because everybody knows, you know, we, we wonder when Dale will race again. The answer to that is you don't know, but I can assure you that when he comes back, the steps in getting back to the race car don't start until the folks in Pittsburgh sign off on it. So that's the, that's the first step in clearing his way back. We'll see uh, how much progress he's made this week. Tomorrow, August 23rd, Dale Jr. will be appearing at the Bass Pro Shops in Concord Mills Mall right down the road in Concord, North Carolina. He'll be doing an autograph session at 3 p.m. I'd imagine you'll need to get there early because even when Dale's not there, Bass Pro Shops, at least the one in Concord Mills, it is packed all the time. Uh, so that's the Bass Pro Shops at Concord Mills. That's actually right down the road from Charlotte Motor Speedway. Lastly, we don't try to hit you with these reminders uh, all the time, but we also want to encourage you to follow Dirty Mo Radio on all social media platforms. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Periscope. Uh, we'll be doing a Periscope here in a few minutes, to be honest with you. So uh, follow us on all those, and also subscribe, rate, and review to all Dirty Mo Radio podcasts, including this one, the Dale Jr. Download, or after Datto has taken over, it could be the Dale Jr. Downfall uh, moving forward. But th- nonetheless. The Dale Jr. Datto. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Datto Download. Anyway, any way you want to do it. Um, but uh, that's it here, Taylor. A lot of fun uh, talking uh, to Dado this week, and uh, he made a lot of fun out of a weekend that didn't include Dale Jr. on the track. So we appreciate that. Certainly appreciate Jeff Gordon for all he's done these uh, past five weeks. Like you said about those social platforms, make sure you check all of those out for updates this week regarding Dale Jr. All pulling for him that he gets a clean bill of health this week. For First Name Davis, for Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by SPY. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 